All right, everybody, welcome to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield, and I'm so pumped. I got the the, the Ben's Buffaloes listening today. This is the, hopefully if it's your first episode listening, you know that we're so excited you're here. We have some great guests today. Oh, man, we got Will and Keegan Helms. They are a beautiful couple. They talk a lot about some of the things that they've seen, some of the things that they've gone to. We talk about breweries. Talk about all sorts of things, and we also had Josh Meeks on the show. So it's just a whole hodgepodge of people here just chit chatting about just great conversation about community, just about all the different things that you know is going on in their lives today. But before we get started on today's episode, I want to thank our sponsors for the show. First sponsor is Walmart. Producer Matt, I love Walmart. Walmart not always has, and here's the thing about Walmart. When you walk into Walmart, I can almost guarantee you like nine out of ten times you're gonna see someone you know, which is great conversation, which is a great community building piece. You're like, oh my god, there's so and so, it's a cousin, it's a relative, it's a friend, it's somebody maybe it's someone you don't necessarily wanna see, you know, and you try to avoid them like by aisle by aisle and you're like, oh, I still got a shop, but I don't wanna see them. So you try to like, you know, like, ooh, like, oh I didn't see you the side of my eye, and I just keep like walking super fast. Avoid them, or it could be someone you really love. But Walmart is fantastic, it has great, great prices, it has all sorts of different things, all the knickknacks that you may need. So, we just want to thank for the support of Walmart. Our next sponsor we want to talk about is Squarespace. Squarespace is an all in one platform to get your website needs. They do e commerce tools. Matt, I don't even know what e commerce means, but they are killing it. They have domain name services, they have analytics and replaces the coding backends. Uh, they do the things that it's complex. We gotta have a website, we gotta do something, but it's too it's too much. We're not all you know website gurus, but Squarespace got you down. They will help you out. They are awesome. So don't forget to check out Squarespace. They have modern templates, custom domains, they have 24-7 customer support and no plugins are necessary and they have a 14 free day trial. So track out Squarespace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're ready for the Great White Buffalo podcast. Strap in. It's a great talk. It's all about community. It's all about conversation. And it's all about the buffalo. Just kidding. It's not all about the buffalo. So take a listen. It's the Great White Buffalo podcast with Ben Mayfield. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. And when you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the great white buffalo, the great white buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. Welcome to today's podcast. This is the great white buffalo podcast with Ben Mayfield. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am super stoked. I got some some of my best friends in the world. I'm so excited they're here. I got Mr. Will Helms. Everybody give it up. How's it going? Good to be here. Good to be here. Two-time guest. And then I also have his lovely wife and companion, Miss Keegan Helms. Hello, hello. Great to be here today. Oh my gosh, so glad you're <laughs> oh my here. Gosh. And then I have the quiet, but the stealthy, and the vicious... Saber Tooth Tiger, aka Josh Meeks. 
Oh my gosh, Tyler's getting high. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> I love, see, I thought a man who liked the AKA was your actual name because your real name is just Sabretooth. Mm. And as always, I have the most dependable person in my life besides, you know, maybe like my family and like other people. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say. Producer Matt, everybody. Give it up for Producer Matt. Producer Matt. Oh producer my Matt. gosh. He is, he is the Steve Jobs to my Steve Wobbs. Or that the, that's the reverse. You know what I mean. It's like the Apple products. You know? like, <laughs> like, like, we're like a team. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, he's not even laughing over there. He's over there like giving the desk there. Anyways, well, welcome to today's podcast. I'm so glad you're out here today. We got so much to dissect. Not even kidding right now. Mm-hmm. Keegan. Yes, Ben. You, uh, you asked me off mic. Yeah. What did you ask me off mic? So I asked you actually... Um, why you wanted to start this podcast, the Great White Buffalo. Yeah, the Great White Buffalo. Oh my gosh, she doesn't even know the name of the podcast she's on. (laughs) The Great White Buffalo. Let me tell you, can I tell you the Great White Buffalo story? Yes, please. Real quick. This is is an exclusive right here, folks. Mm -hmm. The true story. It's one of the hardest stories I have to tell. And you're going to think, wait, why is it hard? This is a true story. And there's the painting of the Great White Buffalo right there. I still have it. I'm working with this youth group. Love it. We go on this ski trip. And at this ski trip, we're having a great time. Da da da. It's my first time as like a college helper. Loving it. We go to this lodge for like dinner. And we had this special balcony that's like for larger groups. And we're uh, all up there. I'm loving it. I'm ripped doing with the kids, with the adults. Having a great time. <coughs> and they're like, hey, Ben, like, you know, kind of like this inside joke about the Great White Buffalo. And the Great White Buffalo is you know talking about like, the love the girl that got away or the person that got away or the, you know the dreams it's sacred and Native American the it's sacred beautiful white buffalo and there's actually like I think nine or ten known white buffalo in the wild like it's, it's a crazy thing anyways and we see this painting on the wall or this little canvas up there and they're like Ben like you gotta get that canvas <laughs> And I was like, what? And like, no, like, like, like you got to. It's like, like a Will trying to hype me up to do something. Like, yeah. he knows it's probably dumb, but like, yeah. Ben's willing to do it. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, this is where my social manipulation comes in on point. So I asked the waitress, I'm like, hey, like, if I wanted to get this painting, like, what would I have to do? And she's like, oh, you have to ask the owner. And I was like, well, like, is he kind of nice? He's kind of a jerk. And she's like, oh, you know, he's he's pretty reasonable. I was like, all right, cool. And this is like in front of like the like the youth helpers are all watching me do this interaction, and I was like, "Well, what's some of his favorite things?" And he, she goes, "Oh, he loves the South Carolina Panthers." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Or the North, or it's the Carolina Panthers. North Carolina Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's Carolina, right? It's North and South, right? Well, yeah, Carolina Panthers. It's the Carolina, but they're in North Carolina, like yes. the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I apologize. This was in <laughs> where's Beach Mountain? Is that in North Carolina? That is. This was in North Carolina. I apologize. So he likes the Carolina Panthers, and he likes to coach his kid's soccer team. That's all she said. I said, all right, well, will you tell him that I need to speak to him? So she goes goes and gets this, you know, the owner, comes up there, and like, hey, I'm Ben Mayfield, nice to meet you, and, like, shakes hands with him. I said, hey, listen, man, I'm a soccer coach back in, uh, you know, back in Dahlonega, <laughs> North Georgia. He's like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. I said, yeah, and, like, we do, uh, you know, North Georgia is famous for the Cherokee Indians, there's a lot of Native Americans, and so... All the soccer teams are different animals. We have like the white-tailed deers. <laughs> we have like <laughs> duh, duh. Duh. Yeah, we have the black. We have like the black bears. And we also have the white buffaloes. 
you know, we're actually the Buffaloes, but our uniforms are white, and so we call ourselves the White Buffaloes. And he was like, oh, that's so cool, man. I, I coach soccer with my kids. I'm like, yeah, that's so crazy. What? That's so wild. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm more of a football guy. Like, you know, I had to watch the Panthers play. You know, Cam Newton's oh, killing it. Oh, my He's goodness. Like, oh, my God. I got the bad line I was like, I mean, I was milking it right now. I was killing it. And, like, everybody's, like, kind of, like, trying not to, like, bust out laughing because it's like yeah, that. And I was like, hey, listen, like, can I, like, I love that painting. Like, can I get that? Like, I mean, like, can I pay for it or can I just have it? Like, I don't know. I don't want to be intrusive. He's like, oh, heck, yeah, man, I got you right now. Goes downstairs, gets a screwdriver, comes back up, <laughs> unscrews it from the wall, and gives it to me. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And, and like, he like, leaves, and then we, like, handshake. Everybody's laughing, having a good time. I like, I got the painting. And the youth minister at the time, who was... Encouraging me to do this, <laughs> but I think he realized, like, oh crap, like he did it. And I was like, well, yeah, you encouraged me to do it. Like, you're, I'm a young, impressionable college kid. Mm-hmm. And he said, Ben, like, it's kind of messed up. Like, you just lied to that guy. You just bold faced lied to him. Not even, like, kind of like just maybe, like, bent the truth. You yeah. fully made a lie. You like, created a whole another life. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a Marvel like universe that like this yeah. is an alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. Just like the end game. Anyways. Anyways, I just messed that up. Um so I did this is why I said it's one of the hardest stories. Is I go back downstairs because I felt bad. Mm-hmm. And I had to look at this owner. And I, Chris didn't uh the youth yeah. manager guy didn't pressure me to do this. He went and go ate his pancakes and da da da. But I was sitting there. And I was like, and I'm just like, after the hype and like mm-hmm. the energy of doing this, yeah. I was like, man, it's crazy. So I go downstairs, and I'm like, oh my, I'm like, my heart's racing, I'm like sweating bullets, and I'm like, I've never met this guy before. I say, excuse me, sir. He's like, hey, what's up, man? And I said, listen, me and my friends, we have an inside joke about the white buffalo being like, you know, the one that got away. It's a relationship thing, and I lied to you. To get this painting, and we just thought it would be funny if we got it for the you know our youth house or whatever. He was like, "Well, I appreciate you telling me that, man." I said, "Can I sell the paint?" I was like, "Heck yeah, dude! Like <laughs> you worked really hard for it." And I was like, "I did work really hard for it." And I was like, "He's like, yeah, no problem." And I felt so relieved that he didn't like punch mm-hmm. me like right in the face. Yeah. And so, and we also were like leaving too, so I didn't like. We didn't go back up for like another 30 minutes and then like come back down and he had time to think about it. Mm-hmm. But we were downstairs and our waitress was hilarious and we were all joking with her. And so I got a Sharpie and if you, if we took it off, you could see I had the owner and the waitress sign the back of it in Sharpie. And so I was like, nice. da, da, da. And so that's how the Great White Buffalo kind of got started. Yeah. That's how the name of the podcast got started. Yes. The reason why I wanted to do a podcast and Wilk was reminding me the other day like, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while. A long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talked about it. Um, is long, long time. I love community. Community is like my favorite. Uh, in high school, I had a really tight group of friends that was like my core. In college, you know, I did. I was an RA. I had my halls that I was a part of. I worked as a summer camp counselor. That was my team. When I was a school teacher, I had my my students, and like that was my team, and the teachers that I taught with, and. I've always had like this sense of like wanting to not only belong but create the community. Like you know, if I want to be an active member in it, you know, bring people to it. Wesley, the college ministry was a big one, and the youth ministry I was part of. So I've always wanted to like be part of it. And one of the skill sets that I think I have within that community 
is being able to relate to people, just talk to them and like get them to open up, make them feel comfortable, hear their stories, hear my stories, talk and like build that genuine relationship. And I've always been a little bit of a charismatic, you know, outgoing person. I don't know if you could tell. Just a touch. Yeah. Just a touch, <laughs> as you just heard in that previous story. And so I was like, man, like, you know, SNL has always been like, you know, or yeah. the Tonight Show would be like dream ideal. Like, I would love to be on <laughs> SNL and do like funny skits. And, but that's just like, I don't think that's what I'm called to do. I don't know. Yeah. To move to New York and audition and do all that stuff. And so I was like, well, what medium could I do? that is like realistic to my life and still entertaining, but also community and the podcast is what came to mind. And so I was able to do it. I had the producer, Matt, who had the skills and the knowledge to do the soundboard and the editing. And I had like the creative juices and luckily I had some funding. I could get some material to do it. And it's, it's been a blessing. And so that's kind of why the podcast is here, what it is. And I'm able to talk to friends and and hear stories and stuff. So yeah, no, that's really awesome. I actually started listening to podcasts because I um, I actually commuted to work for a good long time, and it was an hour drive to work and an hour drive back, and I worked. Oh these, my gosh! Yeah. Where did you Where did you work? I worked in Brazelton at the hospital, and, and I commuted from Dahlonega to which Brazelton. Is an hour? Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, so those first few drives got pretty boring pretty quick, and so and yeah, pretty really. lonely if I'm being honest, because my shifts weren't consistent. I would sometimes travel in the morning, but then in the early morning, like two or three, and it was just crazy times, and so I started turning to podcasts to kind of fill that space, and it was really awesome to just have that community there and feel like I was a part of something and just being included, and it was just really nice to have a community even if they weren't talking directly to me, you know? Mm -hmm. It was just a happiness I felt, some joy, and so I'm actually really stoked to be on a podcast because oh my God, I'm yeah, a hardcore yeah. listener. <laughs> <laughs> Number one fan of the Great White Love on the podcast. Woo! Yeah. Dang, are, Will, Josh, are y'all podcasters or what? I am. <laughs> you go, Will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I listen to a few podcasts. There's uh, one in particular that I listen to a lot uh, called Anson's Podcast, Ooh, okay. uh, which is very good. Um, young guys talking about current relative topics um, and uh, just willing to dive into a lot of different things, um, Mm. even if it's hard conversations and stuff like that. And so for me, I love listening. I like the humor and stuff like that. I do. But if I'm listening to a podcast, I'm usually having some time set aside to think about a topic um, and to just sort of be on my own head and sort of just analyze and you know, kind of get that, um, that energy out. Right. So that podcast really helps that, um, helps me do that. And honestly, it's just good in terms of like, I love, I'll sit there and think about topics all the time. I read like philosophy books for fun sometimes. And, uh, just to challenge oh my, my own states. But it's great. Like, uh, it's just critical. You have thinking. a psychology degree. I have a psychology just degree that and, a, and a minor in philosophy. Yeah. yeah, so he can read minds. That's what that I means. Can. The yeah. psych- <laughs> psychology. You knew I was going to say that? That's it. That's it. It says at the bottom of my diploma, certified mind reader. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
So yeah, so I love them, man. I love them. They're good. Nakes, what do you feel? I don't listen to too many podcasts, but I listen to one. It's from this church called Watermark Church out in Texas. Waco, Texas. It's called Views from the Porch. Um, and it's like this young adult ministry. And being a young adult myself, I just like to hear what they're talking about and just kind of apply what they're, you know, uh, giving out to my life. So, right. Um, I haven't gotten to too many. I listened to S Town. Yes. yes. For Town USA. <laughs> first, uh, the first couple episodes, I haven't That's, finished it, but oh man, oh, it's you got so to. good. Yeah, it's really so good. Yes. It's oh, fantastic. Well, speaking of which, talking about S Town, like the, the series being so impactful. Today, I don't know if y'all ever watched The Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. but they've done, I want to say, like over 10 seasons. It may be t- season 10. But the series finale is tonight. Yeah. It's like the last episode ever. And these actors make like over a million dollars an episode. But it's like kind of a cultural finale. Like it's an iconic mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. and it's ending. And I was saying today, like I was driving, I was listening to the radio, you know, about that. I was like, what shows have like I've witnessed like the series finale that had an impact for, for me. I don't know if any of y'all had those. Like for me it was How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Do y'all watch that? Did y'all that watch is, that at all? That is a show right there. Not necessarily. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, you're not, oh, you're not How I Met Your Mother fans? Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Meeks? Yeah, I've watched it. Okay, all right. Well man, I'm alone on this one, but How I Met Your Mother was fantastic for me and so I loved it. Season nine, the series finale got some issues with it like yeah. the whole season is a weekend and it's like the wedding mm-hmm. like Barney and uh uh god what's her name uh Robin Robin yeah Robin and Barney's wedding and they've been building up all season eight it was like will they will they not and oh now they're gonna get married and who's Ted gonna end up with and da 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 and it's a whole wedding it's like all right cool I kind of get it and in the season they get married and then they fast forward like five or seven years, whatever, they ended up getting divorced. They didn't work out because Barney wanted to have kids and Robin couldn't have kids. And that was like a big tension in their relationship. So they broke up. Ted, who met the mother, had two kids, mm-hmm. ended up, the mother died of like cancer. So he just had this whole season and a half of who this character is and developing it. And you're like, oh my God, they're so perfect together and they love each other. Dies at the last episode and then he, the whole time, the whole nine seasons, when you see these two kids on the couch and he's like telling the story and they cut back to it every so often, it was basically him telling the story of how I met your mother. Now that she's dead, can I ask somebody else out? And the kids were like, yeah, you can ask you know somebody else out. Who is that other person? Robin. <laughs> so the whole show is about how he's telling these two kids about how awesome their mother is, but now since she's dead, can I ask out Aunt Robin? And it's like... What? <laughs> what? Why would you do that? That was all my like. You just ruined the entire yeah. show. Up until that amazing show. I <laughs> literally amazing show like oh man, mm. the show just so perfectly or I guess correct grammar. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's perfectly balanced. Like yeah, the characters balanced, stuff. and then they never reveal who the mother actually is, and you see like the back of her head, and you see her like hidden by like an umbrella and you see her like turning a corner you never actually see who the mother is until like the very end and then it's just like boom she has you know cancer and she ends up dying and then which is like 
super sad. It's just crazy. Like it's heart wrenching. But then it ends with Ted uh, asking about Robin. <laughs> and it's well, I was say, and, and the idea was since Robin couldn't have kids and didn't want to have kids, Ted now already had kids, so mm-hmm. that wasn't gonna be an obstacle. I was like, oh, whatever. I think. So coming in this from the outside, yeah. since me and Keegan have never watched the show, uh, we've seen like an episode here or there, and not huge fans. Yeah. But we are huge fans of telling stories and telling good stories and what's a good story and how does a good story like become a good story and stuff, and talk about that a lot and have been thinking about this idea recently of like, we love the the story but when it ends it's hard and it doesn't really matter what the ending is it could be a great ending but the story is done mm-hmm. you know and you still mm-hmm. feel this like it doesn't matter if it's a bad ending or a good ending you still you're you, you feel like something's missing again because it's just the end of another story right and so like that's a really interesting thought. I kind of actually like the show more now, hearing the very end. The end of this, so yeah. disappointing. It's like, all right, I'll give it a try. Like, well, because it's I, I don't know. The show seems so like silly to me and like not serious at all from the episodes that, like I said, I've seen maybe two episodes. Right. Um, that I could never get into it. Yeah. But like that is a very real. That's a very human ending. Like, that is a human story, you yeah. know? So, well, it's yeah. the last episode, too, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoilers. Watch... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, I was Probably. about to say, we aren't, like, invested no, at they, all, so just no. hearing the ending, it's like, whoa. Right. <laughs> well, one of the shows that semi-invested, not Big Bang Theory, I've never got into it, is Game of Thrones series finale is this Sunday, and I'm having a huge party, everybody's invited. But it's a it's a... I know y'all might not be in Game of Y'all not Game of Thrones fans? No. Either. No. Oh my God. Are you in Game of Thrones, Josh? No. Oh my God. <laughs> y'all, listen. So listen, here's the thing though. I never watched a single episode of Game of Thrones at all. And then my coworker, Jake, kept berating me. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. And I was like, well, it makes me not want to watch it even more. Like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Gave me the DVDs. Still didn't watch it. And I was like, I'm not a big DVD guy. Like, I just, and they said I still have them. They're like collecting dust. And he was at my house a couple days ago. I don't know why he didn't take them home. <laughs> Anyways, he eventually was like, "Listen, man, the last season is like going to be on air. Like, could you do it?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm just not not really feeling it." But then I saw an interview with the two. Uh, it's like Sansa Stark and Arya Stark is the two character names. It's like Macy Williams and Sophie Turner, the girl that plays Jean Grey in the mm-hmm. new in the yeah. new X Men movies. Um, anyway, I saw an interview Phoenix. with them. <laughs> it's the Phoenix Saga. And they were hilarious. They were really funny in the interview. And I was like, oh my gosh, like these, maybe I could give it a try. And so before the, maybe like three or four weeks ago, Ben's watched. Oh my God. He gave me, yeah. he, well, he gave me the HBO login, which made it easier. So I could yeah. just like put it yeah. on my phone or put it on da da da. And I watched like the first season. The first season is only like eight episodes or something like that, 10 episodes. It's so short. so they're not like not 26 episodes a season and they're all an hour long it's only an hour long and it's 10 episodes and then it gets shorter I think like it has like 7 anyways I digress watched it all hooked on it some parts were like a little weird and it was like some of the names were, I forget who's who but for the most part I had like 
my four main characters that I liked. And so I just kind of watched their saga. And now season eight's been airing like one episode a week. And this week's the last episode. So I'm like, Sunday oh. night, right? Sunday night. I will say, I never got into Game of Thrones, but I have watched every episode of this season. <laughs> of, this, of this season? <laughs> yeah. Why are you watching every episode of this season? Because it's the last ones. It's the last one? Yeah. It's a funny story. It's not a story, but my parents actually watch uh, Game of Thrones. They've watched all of it. No, yes, my parents sat me down one summer and had me watch the whole first season with them. And you still didn't, wow. weren't into it? No, they were like, it's so good, Keegan, it's so good. And so at that time, I think my brother, how, how long ago did it come out? It was a few uh, years. 2011? Yeah, a while ago. 2011, yes. 2012? My brother watched it too, and he's six years younger than me. Oh, wow. I'm like, wow. There's a lot of nudity in it. Oh, yeah, they loved <laughs> it. For, for all of our audiences below the age of 18, do not watch the show no, until you're no. 18. No, no. Unless you're Keegan's little brother. Yes. You know, <laughs> My parents have this always been a little parents. bit more lenient. You know, they're just like, oh yeah, we trust you, kids. But yeah, we watched every single episode, wow. oh and gosh. I just did not get into it. And they're like, Keegan, it's so good. And so, so you know the character uh, Arya Stark. She's like mm-hmm. the 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 rambunctious girl. Yeah. She's the one like, my favorite character. So that's like one of the reasons why I watched it. Arya I just Stark, stopped because they kept dying. I couldn't deal with the dying. Dude, <laughs> you're not playing. Like, there was, <laughs> you, this is crazy, I know you're not Game of Thrones, so I'll change topics soon, but there was an episode in, like, season three, one of my favorite characters, like, had a wife, much like a beautiful, lovely couple like yourselves, <laughs> they're at a dinner with these guys, oh. and they just won a battle, spoiler alert, you know what I'm talking about? It's like, spoiler alert, sorry, for all this, season three, you should watch it by now. This guy comes with a knife, starts stabbing the girl, the wife. Who was with baby stabs her? I'm like, no, no, no. This is a dream sequence. It's a dream sequence. And then the guys stab the guy who's like one of my favorite characters, this one of the Stark guys. Stabs him. It kills him. And then I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm pain. Like I'm, I'm like pasting in my living room, like back and forth, like getting carpet burned because I'm like freaking out right now. What's going on? What's going on? Like, this is crazy. I started texting Jake. Like, you know, like, like all the different gifs I came with somebody's head exploding. Like, this is crazy. And then the the Ned Stark's wife is like the queen of like the, the North or whatever, or the warden of the North. She dies. She's like, you pathetic. You like, spits on him. Like, Sleep! and then like stabs her and kills her and like, or maybe cuts her head off or something. I don't know. But I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I, do I keep watching it? Like, this is like, and it's not like, oh, uh, they'll come back. It's not like a comic book where every character mm-hmm. dies. Like, you know, I don't know. It was it was crazy. I was like, I guess I keep watching it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> season three, you have to. By the time you hit season three, anything, you just have to keep going. Yeah. 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 yeah you can't back out after yeah. that. That's true. Yeah. That episode is called yeah. The Red Wedding. This is called the Red Wedding. Hey, okay, so so somebody who's only watched the last season, <laughs> I know. Just, I seem so, to know a lot. So you're not a fan, Josh. Sure. But you know episodes by their title. <laughs> he watched it. He watched it to make fun of other people. Like, I'm sarcastic. <laughs> I did not do that. Okay. So I have a roommate who is, um, we'll just say obsessed with Game of Thrones, and he talking makes about, me. You're talking about Asher or Noah? Noah. Noah? Oh, Shout my God. Shout out to uh, Noah Andrews. Yo, what's up, Noah? 214 Arcadia. <laughs> Let's not tell where people live. I think that might be a little, a little slightly dangerous. But So he's obsessed with it, and so you watch it with him every so often? 
And that's how you know. To, yeah. He showed me that episode. God. <laughs> he showed you. Uh, yeah, he showed me that. The season finale of season three. I was like, you're going to get into it real good. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. Everybody dies. Great. Let me watch the first two seasons. Yeah, and you watched season one. I was like, bump this. I'm not going to season two. I know. Every character I liked died. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this. I can't watch Khaleesi die because she was the only one I liked okay. that was still alive at that point. You're saying the only character that dies in season one is Ned Stark. I liked him a lot. I did too. He's he's Boromir from Lord of the Rings. I know. So I'm like, first he dies in Lord of the Rings. Now he's dying in this show. He dies as 006 in Goldeneye. It's a callback for the 90s. Well, anybody? Mm-mm. And it's like, golly, my favorite Before actor. Before my time. Before your time. Mm-hmm. You've never seen Goldeneye with uh, James Bond, Pierce Brosnan is playing. You've never seen Goldeneye. I've not. Will Keegan, please back me up. I've seen it. You seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. That's a no go over here. Oh my god, Will. They're younger than we are, but yeah, <laughs> we were yeah. at the cusp of those yeah. references. Yeah. I think my parents own every single one of those movies, though. But they do. That's a nice scene of the James Bond movies. Yeah, yeah. James Bond's DVD collection. Mm. Who would win in a fight, James Bond or Ethan Hunt? Do you know? Not Ethan Hunt. Is that right? Is that his name? Yeah, from Mission Impossible. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Ooh. I James Bond. James Bond? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They have a mask that they do, like in Mission Impossible. That's true. It's like James Bond's like, what's up, you know, Money M, you know, or, you know, what's her name, M? Like the... Yes. Like mom. The, yeah, mom, the mom, like yeah. the, the lady in charge of the MI6. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Whoosh! oh my God, it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> like, shoots James Bond. That's how I imagine it in my head. <laughs> I think it would be... um. Will Smith from Men in Black because That's I haven't I seen yes. Mission Impossible or James Bond. Will Smith kills everybody. Will Smith, but like Mission Impossible, Will Smith, not Wild Wild West. Will Smith, that Wild Wild West. Well, either you know one. they're they're coming out with another um, Men in Black. I just saw that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, with Thor and uh-huh. Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a coincidence. Here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the alternate thing. end game. I th- well, so Chris Hemsworth and I think like Tisa Tracy Thompson or whatever other actors and actresses, they have to be. There's no way you pick Thor and Valkyrie to be these people right after Thor Ragnarok, after Endgame, after all that. So I wonder if it is like an alternate, like you know, one of those timelines. Maybe just because they're in it. I absolutely yeah. will. Do, does he make a Thor reference? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. You think so? I would think so. I think so. Isn't doesn't Disney own it's not Men in Black? Door. I think I think it's a DreamWorks. Yeah, it's yeah Disney, Disney owns it. I, I I disagree. I think it's a DreamWorks Universal property. Uh-oh. Producer Matt's gonna check on it for he's us. Gonna, he's gonna Google search it. Ooh, and here's the reason why I know sure. this because I went oh, it is to it is Universal because Universal because oh. I went to Universal Studios in Florida and I rode the Men in Black ride, so. Let's see if we're right. He's going to Google search it. Yeah. Well, no, that makes sense. But, you know, that how funny is that? That Universal's kind of getting in, getting in on that, you know, swooping under, taking Thor and Valkyrie. Yeah, that is true. And then Liam Neeson is in it as well, and he's Qui-Gon Jinn. So it's like, have a Thor hammer and a lightsaber in the same mm-hmm. movie. It's crazy. Ugh. Let's see if he's, he's Google searching. Oh. Oh. Internet's not the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we no, we oh. don't. 
Those sarcastic folks we do not yes. endorse. Calling them out. They are calling out. It's a monopoly Golly. up here in North Georgia. Listen, oh my gosh. All right, guys, well, let's talk about the next thing. This is something I've been talking about recently, and I'm really into breweries. Breweries are fantastic. They're fun. They're great to go visit. It's a fun little day trip. Go visit. It's delicious. And I know I have some connoisseurs at this table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what are you asking here? Yes. I'm just talking about what's, what's some of the ones that you've been to? What were some pros and cons of the ones that you like? I mean, I know y'all, I know, at some point y'all went on a vacation and went to a brewery in, uh, where was it, Albany, Georgia? Albany, yeah. What, mm-hmm. what was that one called? So that one was called Pretoria Fields Collective um, Ooh. down in Albany, Georgia. And they call it that because uh, they also own a farm. It's called Pretoria Farms. Right. And they grow a lot of their own ingredients for beer and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So they are one of the first breweries in Georgia to actually do that. Um, there's only one other one that I know, which is, is out it, in Oregon. Well, I do, okay, maybe not in their own farm, but my friend Gracie works at Southern, or did work at Southern Brewing Company yeah. in yeah, Athens, Athens, Georgia. And they did, uh, I don't think they had their own farm, but they did like a 50-mile, like all their ingredients comes from a 50-mile radius. And they also partnered with one of the schools in Athens to get the biology department to get the azalea, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. flower and put that strand into their breweries and then the oh. other one's like the Cherokee Rose how cool super yeah. cool yeah so they, it's uh, they actually collected the natural yeast from those plants okay, and like used go. it to ferment that beer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that not crazy like wow it is crazy. it's awesome it's super amazing like that's as local as you can get right yeah. so like anything if it had been an azalea plant of the same kind a uh, hundred miles away, you would actually have a different tasting beer. Yeah. Like really? Ledger, yeah, yeah. Because wow. of so many different factors and location is just the biggest one of that. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, SBC was pretty cool. Creature Comforts, which is... Yeah. Are not big Creature Comfort fans? Look here. We... I love Creature Comforts. We were fans <laughs> from the beginning. Like, okay. when they first opened, we were there. We... But, Loved them. Is it the garage, like the old mm-hmm. like garage oh, in Athens? Yeah. Like the old Mitchell up. Entire place? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awesome it's then. Cool, it's a cool venue. <laughs> and Are you saying because they sold out that you think like, they're not as good anymore? No, no. Uh, go for it, Josh. Creature Comforts actually has two different beers in the new Avengers Endgame. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We With did Trump see that. Italia and Athena, I think. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Athena. That's crazy. I love mm-hmm. Athena. But it was, uh, we talked about this in a different episode. We talked about how the producers were drinking creature comforts from like Thor was a, you know, drinking beer and like, mm-hmm. why not drink beer that's local and put creature comforts in it? Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. cool. Yeah. But were you, were you saying something about our bad experience? Yes. Yeah, what happened? Uh, creature comforts d- does listen to this. Yes. So they are, they are so a sponsor. No, no offense, men. No, I love their, oh, what is it? It's their Joko cute. Bunny. Cocoa Bunny and Cocoa their Cucumber Bunny. Line one. Yes, line Tritonia one. with Cucumber. And now, I do. That's a good mm-hmm. summer beer. It's just... You walk... All right, so the last time we went there, we actually uh, went there for one of the Cocoa Bunny releases. And mm-hmm. so there's like, there's going to be a lot of people and stuff like that. Actually, no. It was it was 
just a regular Friday. No, we went for Spencer Grimm's yes. concert. Oh. There was a Spencer band Grimm, fantastic person. Yeah, mm-hmm. Spencer Grimm is actually uh, the cellar master um, for a brewery up in Brooklyn. His brother's brewery called uh, Grimm Artisan Artisanal Ales. Yeah. Giving a shout out to Spencer Grimm and his brewery. Shout out Spencer Grimm. Um, but went to Creature Comforts for the his band was playing, and we would walk up to the bar every time. We got a drink. We would walk up to the bar, and the bartenders wouldn't say anything to us. They wouldn't say, hey. They wouldn't say, what's up. They would just look at us. And I would wait, going like, you're not going to acknowledge that like I'm a person standing in front of you at all. And they would just stare at me until I said something. Then I would tell them the beer. They'd go get it, come back, throw it down, and then they'd walk off. Like, not say anything, not, and like, just got this feeling of like okay we don't need you here we're not even happy to see you and this is not a good way to run a customer service business Mm -hmm. you know like your business is providing beer to consumers the clarification is your problem with creature comfort is not the taste of the actual product it's more of well, we're not customers. huge fans of Tropicalia but they do have some good beers well Tropicalia has gotten better in my opinion, they started good, then they changed, they like tweaked their recipe some for a while, and I couldn't stand it. I mm. loved like IPAs, I love bitter, I really enjoyed mm. that during that time. Like, I'm more mm-hmm. of a sour fan now, but well, sours. yeah, <laughs> but I don't know, it just I couldn't stand it. I could not drink Tropicalia, and that's when it blew up, right? And I kind of felt like in the minority, and all the breweries started making those tropical IPAs. Yeah. And it all tasted like Tropicalia. Every single one we try mm-hmm. tasted just like it. And there was some pride with that being like, oh, that started in Georgia. We've been there, you right. know. But yeah. at the same time, it just. It well, just yeah, like, when you're when you don't like the beer and the breweries are only making that beer, it's mm-hmm. like, OK, well. And that, that is like their, their number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah they basically so become one. their flagship. Mm-hmm. I think. I, yeah, the flagship's good. Mm-hmm. Athena, I would say, is a close second. Yep. Because it's, it's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, there's also one that's Athena Paradisia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the red looks... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's delicious. I, I like haven't had that too. one, actually. Yeah, so, me either. It's yeah. pretty good. It's, it's, it's actually red because they use... I took the tour of Creature Comforts. <laughs> it's red because when you use real fruit mm-hmm. into yeah. beer, it changes the color of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's brown and it's like a fruity taste, it's because they've manipulated the strands to make it taste, you know, yeah. the yeast or whatever. But mm-hmm. if it has real fruit, it's going to change the color of it. Yep. did not know that. So Paradiso is like a seasonal beer, and it's delish. And I, I personally don't drink a whole lot, but Creature Comforts was just kind of a cool... Hang out when I was there. Like we would yeah. like go play. It was like one of the and, first breweries in Athens, like big popular breweries yeah. in Athens. You know, in downtown too. So it was it within walking distance mm-hmm. to yeah, food. That's yeah, that's so true. Mm-hmm. A scene. You no, know, because you had Terrapin there before that, but Terrapin was like you had to drive to it. Right. So and Terrapin, yeah. you actually took me to Terrapin. It was my first time mm-hmm. going to the brewery. Yep. And it was pretty cool. It wasn't a whole lot of people there, but it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot bigger. Um, for good reasons. I mean, they make decent, good beers. Yeah, yeah. Good go-to. Up, what are they calling it? It's not High Five IPA anymore. It's called Up, up High. Up High. Up high. That yeah. is my go-to. Yeah. I could just 
That, I could just drink that beer yeah. and is be that, happy. Is that the executioner one? Is that terrapin no, that's too? High. Yeah, that's terrapin too. That's terrapin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're up high. Is like the is the orange can and it's got. Kind of yeah. looks like Cabacalia, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, I do love the marketing of terrapin. I love the turtles. Like, oh yeah. Like you know, each one's a different turtle doing something else. Like the executioner mm-hmm. has like you know the turtle like, executioner and. Doesn't mm-hmm. Terrapin have a brewery at the New Brave Stadium? Yes. And they have oh, a new wow. beer called the Chop Secutioner. Yes. Chop Secutioner. Yes. Oh my gosh. The Sundress Park. I don't know, man, but this it's a bunch of different stuff is happening in beer, especially nowadays, just because you're seeing a lot of uh uh flooding in the market. Like mm-hmm. everyone has a new beer. And it, Tons of states have new breweries, and there's just so much to choose from. Are the microbreweries, that it's called? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, microbreweries are popping up more and more and more. And, yeah, a lot are dying out, but there's a lot more that are making it, and um, yeah, it's just hard. Yeah, so up in North Georgia, there's not a lot of counties that aren't dry. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, Will and I were really pleasantly surprised that there was a brewery that opened up in Cleveland. Yes, really? Cleveland, Georgia, yeah, which is north of us. Yeah. Um, here in Dahlonega, and it's called Tantrum Brewing. Tantrum. Tantrum, and it's awesome. Like, it is it's, so it's great. cool. And uh, are the environment or that? Like all of it. Just all of it. Okay. All of it. We've had the owner yeah. like come up and approach us multiple times, in addition to like all the other guests that were there, even when it's packed. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just walk around and, and talk make to an people. attempt to know our name. They, I think one of the waitresses there, because they have the same staff that kind of works through it. It's a family-owned business, and mm. they kind of remembered us a yeah. little bit. I mean, we did go there a lot for a while. Yeah. Then, <laughs> <laughs> when it first opened up, we were regulars, and I always showed up in more work clothes, yeah. and a bunch of bunch like in the midst of a bunch of people button-up shirts and in like suit pants. I walk in with dirty overalls, like khaki overalls, uh, just covered in mud. Yeah. And uh, like, well, what's up, Will? Like, I, I think I've been yeah. coming here too often. <laughs> <laughs> too, too comfortable yeah. here. Yeah. Your usual? I was like, yeah. yeah, six beers. Come on, bring it on. But like, it's yeah. so it's good to see things like that. Like, you see more microbreweries popping up. You see more local breweries of like oh yeah there's the town brewery which is so cool and you get to see locals and you can see right. you know like family and businesses mm-hmm. coming about but uh, you also see these things of like the pro in all honesty like yes i'm an avid beer uh lover like craft beer connoisseur. lover connoisseur and uh <laughs> but the price is outrageous yeah well, on some of these beers it's it's it, like a five million dollar Someone we went to Reformation Brewery yeah. together, mm-hmm. and they said it's like five million dollar minimum to probably like you know investment to get all the equipment and to make all the stuff. Like it's not cheap to do breweries, right. and then that puts the cost of the consumer on mm-hmm. you. Like right. yeah, we gotta charge thirteen dollars a beer because we gotta pay the bill. Right. Like, yeah, because in actuality, like uh, to be a brewery, it's this um, you need to sell a ton of beer. Uh, to you need to be producing and selling a ton of beer to get the price down at all to like normal levels yet still make a profit right so you can be a microbrewery yes but you actually need to raise your pro- your price to like this exorbitant amount mm-hmm. just to still be making a profit and it's 
I understand it, but at the same time, that's why I love Pretoria Fields so much because they actually are making like beer that is combating domestic beer. Um, they're making good, easy drinking beers that are matching price points or almost uh, of domestic beer. And so they're trying to like hit them right where they're living at. And another important thing to note about Albany, there's a huge Miller, Coors Miller or whatever yes. it is, plant down Miller there. Because <laughs> we were looking yeah. for other places to go after we finished up there. And the only other cool place was a tour of the Miller Coors factory. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, did you go to the one in Colorado as well? When you were there? No. Mm-mm. Oh, man, that place was pretty cool. Mm. I went, went to Horse that Field. one. We went yeah. to some pretty Colorado neat Rockies. ones up there. Yeah, up in Colorado, we went to Odell's Brewing, and we went to Equinox, actually, which I'm wearing a shirt up right now. Oh, yeah. um, and a few other small Funk ones. Funkworks. Funk yeah, which are cool. They specialize in, like, sour beers and stuff like that. Which I went to Orpheus Brewery, mm. Ooh, yes. um, in Atlanta, like North Atlanta, mm-hmm. not like the Heart Heart, mm-hmm. but it had a ton of sour beers. Yeah. And, I, and I remember I didn't really want to go, but I was going with my two buddies, and I'm a little introverted sometimes, and I was like, I don't want to go out. But they said, Come on, come on, come on. And I don't drink a lot, but I love the taste of sours. Like mm-hmm. it's not that bitter. It's not like uh, like ugh. It's like well, it's pretty good. And they had like four or five sours. I was like. These are mm-hmm. delicious. Like, yeah. Yeah. more please. <laughs> um, it's fantastic. Yeah. And you I, see a lot of breweries. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're sorry, good. my lovely wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, you see a lot of breweries now who are actually specializing in types of beer. Yeah. And that's the only kind of beer they make. Right. What I was going to say is you might actually enjoy Tantrum because they have this one specific beer they make, but they have so many alterations on it, and it's a sour. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so cool. they. Do like uh, they have a mixed berry, a watermelon, like just all strawberry, these strawberry, apricot. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of different ones. We also went by. I was with my friend. We we're doing some stuff. At work on his cabin in Blue Ridge, up in Fannin County, and there was two breweries in Fannin County yes. in Blue Ridge. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I don't know the names of them, but they were like, you know, it's kind of a garage door open. You can see the brewery. They had the corner, like, kind of that feel of a microbrewery, mm-hmm. and they were making their own beer. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the heck? And, and when I went on my little road travels from Georgia to Texas, we just stopped by. I was with Winston. Yeah. And Avery and Winston is really big into breweries, just like Will. And and so we stopped at a lot of different breweries. And it's like, man, just about every town has yes. a brewery mm-hmm. of yeah. some sort. You know, some are bigger, some are smaller. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, though. Right. Which, like, some of it is, is good. Um, you want more local business, especially nowadays. Like, local businesses can actually survive. Because uh, right. just more people are supporting them and stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, but like back in the day, like way like colonial day, you that was normal. Like you just had a local brewer, and that's where you got all your beer from, and like that's where all of our styles like came from. Like especially in Germany and Europe and stuff like that. Like types of beer that we think are just normal, uh, like Pilsner beer, uh, actually was created. In a place called Pilsen, uh, I think the Czech Republic or maybe Germany, I don't remember, but they started the style simply because they their town was named Pilsen and they made this specific kind of beer, and it just got popular, you know. And so, like the good part about it is having these small things that are actually starting new, uh, new types of beer, mm-hmm. new creative things and stuff like that. You know, they also. Were famous for 
you know, because they did the, the bruise and the bruise, which has a lot to do with yeast. And they also had a famous baker, and they would get the yeast from the bakers, and that's where the Pillsbury Doughboy and like the baking company comes from. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is crazy. What about Heineken? I, also, I don't, I don't know, know anything about Heineken. <laughs> 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 you might want to fat check that. Yeah. I don't know if Pillsbury Doughboy is Pillsbury beer, but yeah. I don't know if that's true, but it sounded pretty good, you know, because you had to like bread and yeast. I believe you. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, did you? Did you? Okay. Oh, wow. That wasn't true. It, it may be. Wow. <laughs> it may be. I don't know. I just thought it sounded really good. I was like, oh, yeah. That really did. It. I believed you 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, back to the white buffalo story. I can, you know, social manipulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I coached yeah. a little league team called the Buffaloes. Like, what soccer team is named the Buffaloes? There are yes. teams named yes. the Buffaloes. For real? In my yeah. old town. I guess the Buffalo a, Bills is an NBA team. But it was mm-hmm. a um, whole soccer league, and it was like, you know, they had different colored shirts, and they were all the Buffaloes. Yeah, how about that? Yes. <laughs> like the orange buffaloes or the green buffaloes? Mm-hmm. Yes, the white exactly. buffaloes. The white buffaloes. Well, they didn't have that. That's racist. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's crazy, though. Yeah, Man. That's crazy. Anyways. All right, guys. Well, let me ask you this. Last little question before mm-hmm. we get off the air here. Is if you, right now, could only drink one item the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Excluding water? Excluding water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, well, just about every liquid you drink has some type of water. That's true. That's but, true. you know, yeah, you get okay. water on the weekends. But, you know, besides that. Well, I mean, I know my answer. What is it? What it's is it? beer. Yeah, it's but, like, it's like, you can't say, like, I can't say, like, soda as a whole category. But, like, choose, like, one, like, one particular beer. One particular beer. Uh, right now, I'm probably, I love... Sierra Nevada, and so I've been drinking a lot of their hazy little thing IPA. Is that is that North Carolina? So, uh, so one of their breweries is in North Carolina, and then the other one is out uh, in the Midwest somewhere. Crazy little tidbit of information, in case you're wondering. Avery, my buddy Avery, y'all know Avery Ross. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. brother-in-law, his sister's husband, Amy's husband, Kevin. Kevin is one of the brewmasters at Sierra Nevada nice. in North Carolina. Um, so he started at a, oh God, I don't, I don't, Kevin, if you listen to this, I apologize. I think he started at Burn Stand. Oh, Burnt Hickory. Burnt Hickory, that's what Burnt it was. Burnt Hickory Brewery. Uh, yeah. Burnt Hickory Which Brewery, like Kennesaw, yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. He started off there, killed it. <laughs> and so then he went somewhere else in Asheville and was, was killing it there. And they picked mm-hmm. him up. That's Sierra Nevada, which is near Asheville. I don't think it's in it's Asheville. It's like uh, Mills River. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, so yeah. Chico, so, California is their other one. Their other brewery. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So that's, Yeah, so that's what I'd do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Kigo? Okay. Uh, just so everybody knows a future reference, I will drink an iced Americano mm-hmm. with light cream and half a pump of classic syrup. And I would drink that. Americano is that as a coffee, right? Oh, I love coffee. <laughs> I love coffee okay. so much. I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to the coffee world. Mm. What is Americano? I don't know what that means. So, an Americano is just a shot of espresso with water. So, espresso is. <laughs> is, that, is that like concentrated coffee? Yes. yes. Think of like a cup of coffee and like the little smallest shot glass. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. like and real concentrated caffeine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And water. Very bitter. Yep. Ugh. 
You wouldn't think it'd be good, but when you mix that little bit of syrup in it, give it a little bit of sweetness, and then some mm. cream to give it a bit of uh-huh. fullness. Mm, does that, I could just does that wake it. you up? That's like, yes. <laughs> is you hyped? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I need it about every morning. Do you make it yourself, or are you like a uh, Starbucks mm-hmm. type? <laughs> we did for a little while, but yeah. 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 Now I, we just buy it. Yeah. Uh, okay, that sounds like there's a little bit of a story right there, and I want to know what it is. It's not. No. <laughs> it's not like, no. Okay, I, y'all made it a little look like there was a situation no. where Americano got really <laughs> heated up in the Allen's house. No. We got an espresso machine, yeah. like a home espresso machine on sale. Yeah. Uh, and we're like, oh, it's going to be just like the store-bought stuff. <laughs> Ding, first problem. Yeah. Yep. Black Friday sale. Yeah. It was like $30 <laughs> for this espresso machine. Like, yeah. that's cheap. And espresso machines, yeah, are normally way expensive. So it didn't taste good really at all. Oh. We couldn't figure it out, and so we just like stopped. <laughs> and, and Will worked for Starbucks for a while, so I. That is true, barista yeah. over there. Or barista, yeah. or I don't know. I was still called a barista. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think you're in America, Louisiana. <laughs> 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 just kind of taken all that language and just decimated it. <laughs> true. We Americanized it. Yes. All right, Meeks, what are you feeling? Yeah, I don't know. I think, man, I would probably have to go with Publix Sweet Tea. Mm. Publix Sweet Tea? Okay, I'm not mm. a big sweet tea person. but Surprisingly good. Okay. Is that like... It's sweet. Is it sweet? Is it better than like, like McDonald's Sweet Tea? Because it's not supposed to be like pretty popular. That's good sweet tea as well. Is it? Mm-hmm. So you're a sweet tea guy. Big sweet tea guy over here. And if you had to dissect which sweet tea, Publix is number one. I would say so. <laughs> Dang, that is a bold statement. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I feel like I have people listening right now going, Are you an idiot? You got Chick-fil-A sweet tea? You got McDonald's sweet tea? Hell, my grandma makes better sweet tea than Publix. You got the Kroger sweet tea? Like, come mm-hmm. on, like... Oh, just a kind of a reminder out there to all the northerners or people who do not drink sweet tea. We are in the south, and that's like a staple. <laughs> that is true. I, this that's the one southern thing that I don't have is I yeah. don't drink sweet tea and I don't eat uh, pecan pie or pecan pie, whatever you call it. I don't. This has never been my cup of tea. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was like a nice little slide, but I really had. That's never been the two things. Mm. But sweet tea gets me. Yeah, I will say if if my drink. I used to be a really big root beer guy, but then I was like, ah, root beer, I kind of got tired of it, and then I got into vanilla Coke for a while. Mm -hmm. That was my jam for a long time. But then, probably, I don't know, three or four years ago, I tried to get away from soda, just because of the caffeine, and then I started drinking this little delicious (laughs) thing called Arnold Palmer, which is half iced tea and half lemonade, for all the fans out there, Arnold Palmer, I drink Mm -hmm. a lot of it. I have... For a year, though, I did the keto diet and like couldn't have this because of the sugar. So I drank a lot of Coke Zero or Powerade Zero or water. And so I haven't had Arnold Palmer for a while, um, o- over a year until about a couple weeks ago. And so this was delicious. That's, that's probably my jam. And like I feel like it's semi-healthier than soda. I'm sure it still has a bunch of sugar. And like I can know I have a couple of nurse friends that are listening going... That stuff is going straight to your kidneys and going to kill you one day. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'll work on it. Everything will kill you one day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Every day we're closer to death. Mm. A can of Coke? Hopefully Coke doesn't sue. 
A can of Coke <laughs> has 39 grams of sugar. That's oh. why it's so dang good. Is, it, is, that, is that a lot? That's so dang good. That's like, like, is that a lot? How like many a pa- stack of sugar. If you measure that out. How much is it a packet of sugar? You could probably put four or five packets of sugar in a cup and that's... Dang, that's, oh my gosh, that's a lot of Like the full packets, not the little half packets. Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you measured it in a cup, those can't see this because it's a podcast, it would probably be about an inch <laughs> up in a cup. An inch above the cup? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Did you know this, though? It's the last little tidbit. I used to teach Georgia Studies back in the day. Hashtag, used to be a teacher. And so we talked about Coca-Cola, and they had a, an advertisement plan of going to like the far reaches of the world people who have never, some of them haven't had a whole lot of human outside contact besides their own little villages in, in Africa and Asia and said, we want to bring Coke to them. And so there's like one uh, delivery where they canoe Coke on a river. That's not even a joke. And like canoes river like once a week to this village and it gives Coke to them and then they like sell it. And, da, da, da. and it's like crazy how powerful and far-reaching Coca-Cola is. That's crazy. Because it's... Th- Delicious. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Will, Keegan, Helms, thank y'all so much for coming. Y'all have been tremendous, as always. Anytime. It's been an honor. Oh, my gosh. Love y'all so much. Josh Meeks, decent. Decent today. <laughs> you know You're what welcome. I mean? Like, a little bit better than last time. You're welcome. But I expect more from you. You know what I mean? You're like you're the saber to me. I expect more from you, so. Oh well, listen. Every day I'm on that grind. You know what I mean? Hey, there it is. <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for listening to the Great White Buffalo podcast from producer Matt and Ben Mayfield. We want to say have a classy today and a wonderful tomorrow. There it is. <laughs>